I think I think this is really a fitting intro to the show. I think we need mm. to start the show like this almost every single time. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? I think it'll um help you put your week in an ankle lock. What do you what do you, what, do you, what does this man's move? Yeah, yeah, the angle <laughs> the lock. Angle yeah. lock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Put that week in that angle lock, son. Put the problems in an angle <laughs> yeah, tap, lock. Make that week tap out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Make that week tap out yeah, You know what I'm saying yeah. All that I remember From this song Is my childhood And all people Will sing is You suck yeah. I want to tell you Right now You don't suck dog You rock Yeah you rock You up. rock Yeah That's good luck <laughs> Good luck <laughs> <laughs> Nice ones Guys uh, In fact How about we actually Just do something Really cool right now Let's uh, let's do almost like A, a freestyle um, motivation session right now real quick so Sounds so like Sam could you give us a, a free seminar a one minute seminar for free right now we don't want the devil in the house we don't <laughs> we want, want the, the devil yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay cool alright so we ready, we uh, ready? are we ready okay cool alright cool I think, I think you need to re- restart this I'm track I'm gonna please. restart the track hmm. alright I think I'm gonna stand up for this. Stand up for this one, brother. <laughs> so I want to tell you something straight up. The the most important thing in your life, the greatest achievement you will ever achieve, is to be your true self in a world that is consist consistently trying to make you someone else. In this day, I want to tell you to take charge of who you are. Stop allowing people's opinions of you to define your destiny because they don't. This is your hour. This is the time for you to rise and shine because this is the hour that you were born for. Don't hold back in this time. Don't hold back on who you are because there is greatness in you. This is your hour to realize your greatness because in order to realize the greatness, you have to make a choice for yourself. Now, this is your hour. Take charge. You don't suck. You rock. Take control of your life because that is what you were born for. Take control. Leave your mark and take charge. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Oh no, you got me all excited, bro. You got me all excited. Take charge, bro. I don't know. I wasn't gonna stop there for a moment. Yes. Take charge on a Thursday. All oh, right, man. man. Some, that, some some recites that when he wakes up in the mornings. You know what I mean? Looks in the mirror. <laughs> goes in. And you oh, got to. You got to. You you know you gotta charge yourself up for the day. You gotta tell yourself I'm 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 charged up. Yeah. You gotta do those things, man. Mm. And you gotta tell yourself what your dreams are gonna be for the Talk. day, what your dreams are gonna be for the week, what you're gonna be doing for this month to make sure that you can take your life from where it is, from where you want to be. 
You know what I mean? It's all and about it, declaring, bro. Yeah, because it's thing. either you let life happen to you or you happen. Mm-hmm. Come on. It's time to happen, man. That's true. You know what the beautiful hey, thing about story. life? True the story. beautiful thing about life is that you'll either be chasing your dream or you'll be building somebody else's dream. And the choice is all up to you, man. Mm. You yeah. got to take charge of your life because if you don't, somebody else won't. It's true, bro. It's if true. you are not charged up right now, I know. Kill yourself. I know. Out <laughs> <laughs> control and delete your life. <laughs> All right. Oh, man, yeah, up. man. This is a serious thing, man. This is a serious thing. It's a serious thing, gentlemen. It's a serious thing. Well, welcome to it. It's certainly a great time to be alive. That's real. And having guys like you around, man, man, oh, man. This is a tribe of superstar leaders, guys, and we have to, you know, we have to constantly give each other that power, that that mm. energy, that whole thing of, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do it. I'm going to mm. get up today and I'm going to try my best to make my life a little bit better. Yeah, and sometimes like even if you're having a, a tough a tough day, um and um somebody else might be struggling and just lending them that motivation or giving yeah, them a man. word kind of also Indirectly pumps you up To be better And to get out of your situation So you know Motivation goes both ways When you give it to somebody You get it too I think what you need to realize Is that you need to be Very intentional with your circle Because your your circle Will either launch you To your greatness Or they'll hold you back From that greatness But again It's all about taking charge And being very very intentional With who you surround yourself with Because this circle right here No we're going places guys Because no matter how bad it gets We keep on pushing each other To keep on going And that's what you need to do With your life You need to be so intentional With that circle Because that circle Yeah I know it's real See that's like the one That's the kind of That's the family you choose yo Yeah bro So make wise Mm. choices You know what I mean Yeah bro For real yeah, man. I mean, you always hear that you can't choose your fam, your family, but you can definitely choose your friends, yeah, right? Man. Yeah. And I mean, choosing to actively be part of this tribe of superstar leaders every single week, choosing to, you know, to come to studio, choosing to listen in, mm, and mm. and choosing to really just engage in the conversations, and mm. and and choosing to take some of the things home with you and decide, okay, you know, today I'm gonna do this a little mm. bit differently. I heard Vaughn say that last week, and I'm gonna try put that into my life in some way or the other. These are the things that that help us grow. These are the building blocks to ultimately making that great wall of China. You know, uh, um, we're talking about a great wall of China. Imagine, I mean, the great wall of China has been around for more than more than a thousand years, guys. It's it's been around really, really long. These guys pretty much built a perfect wall. How Mm. did they do it? And if you, I heard um, like Will Smith. Yeah, yeah, I heard Will Smith say once. You know, when when you want to build the perfect wall, you don't just take a, lo- a bunch of bricks and you try to build as quick as you can. Yeah. No, instead of that, you say, you know what? I'm going to take this one brick and I'm going to put it, put it as perfectly as I can. Mm. And you just put that one brick as perfectly as you can. Then you say, all right, now I'm going to take another brick. Mm-hmm. Put it slowly, but as perfectly as Sounds I can. So, so it's very intentional. So, I mean, when you say I want to be the best in a certain skill, mm. That that every single time you do that little bit of practice, every time you 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 imitate somebody that's really successful, every time you 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 know you stay in a little bit uh, uh, a little bit uh, of extra time in at the at the work at work at the office, or maybe every time you read an hour a day or mm. whatever you do mm. into your field, you're just putting that one break yeah. as perfectly as you can, and it's different from studying to pass. When you're studying for knowledge, you you know you you're not trying to finish as many pages as you can but you're mm. trying to understand and as retain, much as you can yeah, yeah, and yeah. retain yeah. so that you can you can bring it up in conversation mm. and and you know when you when you that type of dedicated i think 
you're destined to make your success the great wall of China that's going to remain. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. I think like knowledge, knowledge is forever, you know. Yeah, knowledge I think forever. the most powerful thing is though, like perseverance, persistence, and never giving up. That's what equals success mm. because you're gonna fail a couple of times, you're gonna get rejected a couple of times, you're not gonna feel worthy mm. a lot of the time. But if you never give up, success is. In essence, inevitable mm. for you. Mm. That's where your success lies in never giving up on your dream and never giving up on yourself. Mm. Even when the whole world is betting against you, when you bet on yourself, trust me, it's a worthwhile investment. Yeah, in a real way. Because yeah. we know we all out here, you know, trying to get this nine to five money in a rush. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but you know, it's a, uh, it's, it's never the, uh, it's, 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 um. It's it doesn't have to be the be all and end all of what you want to do and be one day, you know. Yeah, man. I mean, you can find yourself in a nine to five job, working hard, crafting to to pay your bills. But I still think there's space um, in your life to still pursue what it is you 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 interested in. And you never know, interests it, it could turn into empires, which turn into your your um your life. I think what's what's powerful in what you just said is um continuing from our discussion on Tuesday. Yo, by the way, if you didn't listen to Tuesday's show, it was lit. It was lit. We spoke about some serious stuff. So do yourself a favor, get that podcast. But um what we were talking about in essence was um love and more importantly your identity, knowing who you are and really pursuing what it is you were born for. Cuz mm. I mean you can do a lot of things, but if you're not doing what's you, you'll always be frustrated. And I tweeted the other day, it was actually, yo, I, I felt so profound in that moment, I won't lie. So I tweeted, the greatest tragedy in life is not in failing in what you love, but actually succeeding in what you hate. Because in essence, that mm. is failure, mm. you know? Mm. I read, I, I, there's another one I read uh, that said, um, it was actually quite a cool quote. Uh, I liked it. It said, it's just as easy to fail at something you don't like than it is to fail at something you do. Yeah. Yeah. So, you so know, if failure is holding you back, yo, bro, what you're doing now could also fail and you don't like it. You know what yeah. I mean? So why don't you yeah. do, why don't you, yeah, why don't you go why don't do something you that you really love? Yeah. Yeah, bro. Yeah. So that one, that one touched me. I was like, damn, that's another angle, you know, talking about the actual fear and just bringing it to life in your current situation yeah. and in the one that you dream of. Uh, yeah. the, mm. And the one you dream of, you, you're afraid to pursue because, hey, what if I fail? But what you're doing right now you is not fail, immune to failure. Yeah. 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 So and a, sometimes people are, are kind of scared or shy to aim, you know, you know, to, to aim for what you want to do mm. because maybe you, you feel like, well, what if I, you know, what if I face disappointment? What if it doesn't work? You know, maybe, it, maybe it's, what if it doesn't work? Yeah. yeah. You know what's actually funny? Yeah. I think I had this discussion with Wes last year when we started off uh, Unplugged and In Charge. And we were talking about just pursuing things and uh, really just establishing yourself and starting things. And we were like, I think it's time to shift your perspective from what if I fail what if you actually make it? Have you actually yeah. ever thought of that? Let's stop focusing on what What if you don't make it? What if I lose? What if I fail? Yeah. What if you actually win? What will yeah. that do to you? Because mm. if you hold on to that one reason, it's going to hold you all the way to your success. That's the most important thing you need to realize. Shout out. It's it's like I, I remember sometimes when um back when I was starting up with voiceovers and so on and, and I didn't have a car to get to all these places. Yeah. And uh there were there would be sometimes I'm at the Hau train station mm. and uh it it's I can I had the app so I could see it count down how many <laughs> seconds are left before the train leaves. Yes. And I'm out there thinking, Run Yeah and, and then another voice says, Ah oh, man, like you're not gonna you're not gonna yeah. get there, man. Like why why run yeah. anyway? And then another voice said, But what if you make it? Exactly. What if what if you get in and then mm. you're on time? Then you that then guy you yeah. that did it. And then I ran. And I would yeah. get and sometimes I would see those those doors closing slowly and I would run, yeah. leap, 
And then like yeah. Half my body is in I'm like Go go And then <laughs> <laughs> I made it back That's and a beautiful thing like, Yeah That's always yeah. a beautiful I'm, thing You know bro. You might be sweating And out of breath But yeah. at least you're sweating Out of breth and on the train yeah, bro. You know Yeah <laughs> you made it. Yeah Cause you made it Yeah Cause you could have sweated And not be on the train You yeah. know what I mean You know what I'm saying So hey bro A little out. more yeah, and, and, and that's what I would tell myself A little more sweat A little more tiredness But at least you'll but be on the train yeah. Recover while you're inside You yeah, know yeah, You're out yeah, here You're wearing yeah. a suit And you're thinking Yo man But I'm gonna look so bad Running in the suit though <laughs> But you say You know what It doesn't matter I'll recover while I'm sitting inside Because yeah. by the time I get to those people They won't even know That I used I was running Just an hour ago Shout You out. know Exactly, that's and you true. know, what, yeah. you that's know what the beautiful thing about that—that's that, that's when you realize that I actually don't give a damn of what people think of me because I want this so bad yeah. that I am willing to sacrifice who people think I am right now for who I will be someday, bro. Yeah. Because that's the sacrifice we're talking about. You need to go over and above everything mm. in order to achieve that dream. Yo, it's a yeah. serious thing, bro. Because what you're saying was like chasing that dream, just making it. You know, if you just stayed. And not made that train Or just accepted that You're not gonna make it You would have regretted it Because you would have Missed out on that opportunity Yeah man But rather try and fail Than regret not trying at all Because regret Yeah that thing is a monster That chows you hard bro Yo, Yeah I think I think Cole, Cole said something In one of his songs He's like The only thing worse than death Is a regretful coffin mm. Mm. Yeah that's mm. a That's a deep thing bro It's like <laughs> shout out to Cole <laughs> Yeah I mean uh, if, I, if I think about it right now I mean we are at, With that We are at that stage right now As young people Where you know, so much is in front of us and, mm. and, and so much can be achieved mm. if if we can just fight all the evils. There's so many evils around us, but there's so many evils even inside of us, our minds as well. Mm. Things yeah. that are, you know, things that you tell yourself, ah, no, not me because of this. Mm. Ah, I'm sure the guys that are already there are good enough. Mm. Like, why mm. do I need to? I'm sure they won't even notice that I'm not there. Yeah. You know, all these things that can... That can play against you mm. for you not achieving what you truly want to achieve, and then yeah. you 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 play small, or maybe you don't go for certain things, mm. and then um, one of the worst things I, there was a, a, a the developer of um, of um, you know they of, obviously uh, there's there's um, you know uh, um, Bill Gates who developed Microsoft if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken, yeah. then there's then there's I mean that's Microsoft and it's not Windows right Windows and isn't it the same thing um, Windows is the operating system um, right. Um, there's okay, cool. There's there's um some sort of I think there's some sort of app development that came from Microsoft. Okay. And yeah. there's this there's this guy who who was part of that okay. process, right? Okay. And he said, you know, at, at the time this whole computer thing was booming and this whole app thing was booming and so on. And he was wondering, should he go? Should he try? Because he, he a part of them wanted to to be curious and to try this. But then he said to himself, Hi, no man, but. Uh, I don't know if if I will ever even make anything uh, meaningful, uh, yeah. a meaningful mm, contribution. Mm. Who will even notice that? I mean, I'm not even from that industry. I'm I'm a you know I, that's not what I do. That's not my job. I'm a clerk, or, or yeah. I think mm, he was a sales mm. clerk or something. And then he sa- he said to himself, you know, I think the worst thing is when I'm 40 or 50 years old and I'm looking back and I'm saying, Ish, what if I did try? Like, what if I yeah. just tried? What Damn. what if? What if it actually happened? Yeah, exactly. But now I will never know because I'm 40, 50 years old and the, that train passed me mm. and I never quite tried. I never tr- I never did anything about exactly. it. So he said, no, he thinks that the, the, 
um, facing disappointment is not as bad as as living the rest of your life with that. What if it actually happened? What mm. if I what if I had made it? Yeah. Mm. And 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 that's where we are right now. We still at the place where we could still do certain things. Exactly. Mm. And there's no what if I what if I fail. Well, there is a what if I fail, but they at least years from now. You won't have that regret. You still have yeah. the choice right now. Yeah. Um, but we could have the same conversation, with, um, you know, 20, 30 years from now. And you could say, Aish, there's so many things I wanted to do. But Shut when up. I was younger and I had the time, I, th- I thought, yeah, what if, what if I actually fail? And the sad thing, what you're saying is so true, Wesley, because the sad thing is at, at the young age, we tend to fear a lot of things. But you know what? You don't have any risks. You don't have any dependence. You don't have anybody that's relying on you to get by. Why not bet on yourself? Why not take the risk now? Because a couple of years from now, when you have that family, when you have that down payment on that house, when yo, everything is completely against you and people are watch, are depending on you, it's harder to take that risk and bet on yourself. And, yeah, that, yeah. and it's, it's, it's actually true. It's better to live with disappointment than rather than regret because regret, ah, no. Yeah, I think, I think, you guys, you're right, man. I agree with everything you're saying. Like, another, another thing that I was, I kind of learned, uh, having a chat to Aifani. He was, he was saying, you know, we're talking about this exact same thing, like talking about sort of taking chances, taking risks, uh, you know, betting on yourself and, and, and the whole thing. I mean, he's, he's done it numerous times in his own personal capacity and, you know, all of us here can relate. And, um, yeah, the, the conversation went to the point where Aifani just dropped a sentence on me and I was like, okay, that's, uh, that's something to think about, and that's pretty cool. Yeah. He said, uh, you know, in everything you do, it's either you get paid or you learn. Mm. Mm. And mm. if you approach failure like that, bro, you know, are you really failing? You yeah. Know? yeah. Are you bro. really losing? Not really, bro. You're learning, mm. which is which is probably um, the the quickest way to your next success. Exactly. You know what I mean? So, yeah, man, that that perspective was dope. I was like, sure, okay, and it's, it's coming from a guy who's literally done that. He's got paid or he's learned. Yeah. Which is, which is, you know, fairly levels, awesome. Yeah. Levels unlocked. Yeah. So it's like, it's just about your approach. Like, like, uh, I think I touched on it at the last show. It was a couple of weeks ago on, on air. I was saying something like, you know, the way you approach your goals can be, can, can really leave you open to certain outcomes, which could enhance who you are as a person, as well as uh, improve the, the, the position you're in. So for instance, if your goal is to become an entrepreneur or you want, you say, I want to open a business and I want it to be successful in six months. And then it's not successful in six months. You either can get down on yourself and fall apart, but your approach maybe was wrong to how you want to achieve this. So yeah. you say to yourself, in six months, I want to be a better businessman. That way, you leave yourself open to an outcome because regardless if that business works or doesn't, you're still a better businessman. Yeah. If it works, you're still a better businessman. So it's also about the way we approach these things that we want to achieve, keeping our, our minds and our options open and our, open to the outcomes, which then allows us to, to, um, continuously grow, continuously be better. Because uh, no learning experience is a bad experience, right? Not, not at all, bro. And it's about like creating a conceptual goal, you yeah. Know, as opposed to like you can have goals like little deadlines you want to hit, but you should have an overriding conceptual goal. Like by the end of this year, I want to be a better businessman. Uh, that could include failing at a couple of things, but the the point is that when you reflect back, you say, "Now yeah. I know this," yeah. and that makes me a better businessman. I yeah. think if we approach it like that, we grow a lot more. You know. It's a deep thing, bro. Like, that's all I can say. Life is a very interesting thing that we're, we're dealing with. I don't know if you guys felt this presence walking to the into yeah, the studio. Bro, eh? like, I felt like we were a just silent, pres- a silent presence. Mm, I don't know what happened, hey, but he's but he's like he's coming in here with some vibes. <laughs> that's not what's happening, my brother. You're right. 
I'm 100% man. I'm just absorbing What you guys are saying You know what I mean Yeah <laughs> I see you absorbing it On Snapchat That's Lizzie these days You know what the funny thing is I haven't seen Lizzie In about two weeks I think I saw him at the barber And then every other time I see him on Snapchat Which is a very interesting bro Yeah it's very dope Shout out to you, bro. Shout out to you on Snapchat. I think I think it's just one of those things, man. If if you're not on air, you gotta be on Snapchat. If you're not on Snapchat, you're on Insta. Wherever you are, you gotta be somewhere. Me and you, bro. Yeah. Constantly <laughs> present, my son. I, I was actually chatting to a gentleman. Uh, he's a very funny comedian. He's called uh, Sammy Fever. Um, I think he's known more in the in the vernacular market. Yeah. Um, but uh, he was saying something quite profound. He was saying, you know, um, in life, there's uh, we we. There are people who are spectators, literally just spectators. All they do is they would say, yo, did you see Vaughn's new car? Yo, <laughs> yo, did you see that kid with the what, 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 what? And you know that this is pretty much almost all they always do. They just, Shut you up. know, they just spectating and different. Yeah, commentate and spectate <laughs> on different people's life. Yeah. And he was saying, you know what? Don't be a spectator in life. Even though you are in a small league, no ma- we are all in different leagues, right? Mm. Whether you're in a small league, a bigger league, or even, you know, a Champions League, whichever hey, league you're in, <laughs> just be an, that guy in your league. Just mm. be mm. that dude. When, when people say, you know, that, that one, that kid with the, with the city golf, that one with the nice shiny rims, mm. be that guy that, that, that has something about him. Be an active mm, player mm, in your life. Mm. Be active. Be a, don't be a spectator, mm. but be, you know, be a star in your little league. Mm. It, whether, no matter how small it is. Yeah. I mean, even if you're that Instagram kid or whether you're that uh, Snapchat kid or whether you Shout are, out, you know, a little bit bigger, whatever you do, just try to be someone who has something about them you know yeah. have a something about you so basically so basically be a doer and stop yeah like, and yeah, stop talking about people like it's it's funny because in this life we talk about a lot of people why can't you be that kid that everybody's talking about yeah. rather let your life speak for itself rather I, than you speaking when you know? i was playing rugby back in high school i used to get irritated by that you know when when um the guys are talking about the opposition and they say, yo, that number eight, he benches 150. He's about 1.97 tall. He, he runs a hundred meter and like sub 10. And he's, and I'm thinking, hey, 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 hey. Does this guy know as much about you as you know about him? What's your problem? Yeah. And it's, and it's that whole thing where I, I looked at life and I said, I don't want to be a spectator. If yeah. I'm sitting here with spectators means I'm sitting on the pavilion. I don't want to be on the pavilion. I want to be on the field. Dog. I want to be on the field. Yeah, bro. Up, bro. Shut up. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. I feel you. I feel you. Bro, you're like, I, I was, you know, that time. Hey, that guy benches 170. <laughs> that guy's one, one meter 97. I say, hey, and I'm where's that guy? <laughs> 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 but it's true it's true though like i understand like when you're playing in your own league like or you're playing in your own field because remember uh michael jackson was once just the kid that used to entertain his family in their room yeah so and look yeah. where he look where he ended up so you know start start somewhere and keep growing yeah man start off at uh you know at kasi then you'll go to them vela league and then mm. after vela <laughs> wow. then you'll go to the psl <laughs> you know after psl You'll go over to, you know, yes. the calf con, yeah. uh, the calf. Belgium. You know, then you're going to Belgium, Yana. <laughs> you never know, man. This then is you how find yourself in Premier League and then Shout Champions out. League. Champions League, bro. Yeah, man. And then but next thing you find yourself at Standard Bank. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm trying to stick in the corner here. <laughs> uh, so, Elisejo, you were once a soccer player, right? 
I was. Yeah, yeah. man. So this this relates. It, it's, it's, <laughs> it's crazy, guys. Um, it's not even. I think people get frustrated by doing things, doing things, and not seeing the progress as yeah, it happens. Yeah, that's true. Too. Yeah. yeah. But usually, what happens is that things are happening in the background. So a lot of the time, you yeah. do something, you practice, you practice, and then by the time you do blow up, you don't even make it to Vela. Some people don't start in Vela. Some people just start at. PSL, you know mm, what I mean? Mm, mm, and mm. people get frustrated, like, ah, oh, I've been training for five years, I haven't made Nvela yet. No, relax. You yeah. gotta start at PSL, chill dog. Yeah, mm. yeah, I feel what you're saying. That's true. That just is gotta true. keep on grinding. It's, it's just about doing, yeah, man. It's about yeah. ch- trying to do and do mm. more and try and press, just push yourself, learn, keep growing, keep keep finding yeah. interests and and actively pursuing them. You know what I mean? Yeah, bro. And yep. if you if you and even if you're born and you're playing tennis on Snapchat <laughs> <laughs> and you're just killing du- <laughs> you're just killing dudes <laughs> just, just retaining themselves and it's just going okay well, that's, that's a side note my bad hey Lazaro shout out to you my boy I told you my teammates dog <laughs> yeah bro I know it's a real thing man yo so hey bro you know we're half an hour into the shortest hour of the week and really I'm feeling charged up I don't know what's gonna happen in the second half an hour but hey Lazaro thank you for joining us you know I actually missed you guys hey, last week uh, i was busy doing uh things uh the great it things is. great things mm. so yeah it felt like it's been a while it has been guys i haven't even had breakfast yet yeah no like awesome. today's just been stupid actually when was the last time you were on the show though bro like i you, yeah, I, you like know, I haven't seen you in a while either bro. i see like one of the two of you on the um uncharged up yeah. or or because did this happen last week thursday no, it didn't. Uh, uh, no, it was just it was just seminar, I think. No, it was, it was Weza. Every, it was me and Weza, yeah, because yeah. everyone's graduating. Guys, graduation season. Yeah. Oh, dog. That was session, guys. So, lit. That was lit, guys. Yeah. Lit. <laughs> so, talk, talking, <laughs> talking about that, like the UPA have celebrated two hundred and fifty thousand uh, people alumni. in their alumni. Yeah, man, that's pretty. That's pretty cool. It's, it's what a milestone, eh? Yeah, it it is a milestone, but it's also a bit of a debatable milestone as well. Okay, two hundred and fifty thousand. I. In a way, you would maybe imagine that there would have been more. Yeah, coming. dog. I, feel I like imagine how many years have they it's been It's over a hundred years. UP's been yeah. around. Yeah. So for like over a hundred years. So that that twenty-five thousand a year. No, yeah, no, twenty-five thousand graduates across a year? all across disciplines. All disciplines. Yeah. And I mean, yo, sure. But, but you know what? It's it's yeah. So they'll never have that many. Uh, oof, yes, we're into another conversation now. As soon as you have a parameter that says that you have so many people that you like to come in, in mm. our example, it's so many um, BE compliant mm. and the other not so BE compliant, mm. then obviously the numbers will always be low. So UP, I don't know, I could be wrong. I mean, does UP have as many students as UJ? For example, I think we need to get into this after the break because this sounds like a deep topic. This guys. is true. Yeah, no. Jeremy was about to take a shower in his hotel room. And now the Africanized honeybee. Known colloquially as the killer bee, this hybrid of the western honeybee species can be deadly. He noticed a swanky selection of lavender-scented products and decided to lather all of them over all of him. The killer bee is partial to strong floral scents and can detect a smell from hundreds of meters away. Feeling like the star of his very own erotic yet tasteful shampoo commercial, Jeremy began to hum the tune of his favorite saxophone solo, whilst dousing himself liberally with the heavily scented lavender products. The stronger the scent, the more aggressive and tenacious the swarm will become. The powerful scent of heady lavender gave him an invigorating tingle. Killer bees have been known to pursue a desirable scent for well over 500 meters at speeds of over 15 miles per hour. And so Jeremy decided to take a nice stroll through the hotel's flowery gardens. Whilst foraging, killer bees are typically found in flowery gardens. At Road Lodge, there's no chance of killer bees being attracted to the smell of lavender products because... There are no lavender products. Road Lodge, this the no-frills one-star hotel. Dot com. 
Okay, so we're back yet again. Certainly a great, great day. If you're not charged up yet, well, hopefully part two is going to get you charged up. This is, uh, of course, uh, in uh, this is unplugged and in charge. Then this is a Tuesday. Actually, it's a Thursday. I feel like I feel like every day is a good day. So uh, you know, we we don't hate. We don't hate. Every day is a good day. It doesn't matter which day of the week it is, dog. It's just lit. Cause we take charge on a Tuesday and we unplugged on a Thursday. That's Shout that's out. pretty much how it is, right? Straight up, bro. Straight and then up, we man. turn up on a Friday. <laughs> 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 All right. Actually, hold on, hold on, because I'm gonna jump on that. Um, so you guys know I'm moving to my new place, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, I was supposed to move in last week, but then the shower door shattered. For whatever. Sure. So I'm gonna go view it today, this afternoon. And uh, if everything does go well, then once dry, it's going to be a huge turn up every Friday. Shout out. <laughs> every Friday. Shout out. I need to vent just for a second, though. Mm-hmm. Um, hotel living is rubbish. <laughs> yes. Yo. I've been it, waiting for this moment because oh my gosh. I love how Lesekho always puts up pictures on Instagram with these shoes on a bed or something oh. on some table. <laughs> I, <laughs> don't, I don't want to see another hotel for at least... Yo, the rest of the year, bro, I just don't, it's not, it's not what it is, because you're so restricted. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's not your space, bro. It's just, it's not your space. Yeah, yeah I feel you. What, what was Ari saying on Tuesday? He only sees Lesekh on Snapchat with girls or either hotel rooms. Shut girls up. and hotel yeah. rooms. <laughs> Yo, man, it's great gaspy, man. We bring it, we bring it, <laughs> we bring it to Rosemary. No, but on a serious note, though, like it's not, so... It's, so guys, please fingers crossed that my place is alright. We're not gonna view it today. Sure. Yeah. And Got then you. um if you guys want to donate uh beds, uh couches, I mean, <laughs> listen, <yo. laughs> I'm willing, you know what I mean? <laughs> Cause that that deposit plus rental first month thing is it's deep. It's real out. It's real. It's real. Oh, yeah. Right. Yes. That's but yeah, just before the break we were talking about if you guys have just tuned in, we were talking about taxes, um two hundred and fifty thousand uh sort of benchmark in the alumni that they've that they've reached um with this graduation season that's just passed. And uh, Wes uh, alluded to something uh, that I wanted to elaborate on where he said uh, it's a bit of a debatable milestone uh, yeah. because, you know, we, we feel that in 100 years of existence there could have been more graduates. Yeah. Um, and then Lesejo had something to say when he's talking about parameters. He's probably going to talk about Be mitigating great. risk and throwing a, <laughs> <laughs> throwing a couple of uh, big corporate terms around. But let's see what you got to say, my brother. Cool. I mean, first of all, talking about... Um, the um, you know the two hundred and fifty thousand. Uh, one thing that you can always look at is the demographic. Yeah. It it, it it's no <laughs> doubt how the demographic. I love how we're so right diplomatic. Right yeah. Like, yeah. The the demographic at the moment. Well, we you can say okay, guys. I mean, out of the hundred years, only twenty years with democracy. So maybe yeah, o- it's yeah, obvious yeah. that eighty percent of these people would oh, be white. Afrikaners. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. You can say white. Um. And then um. And then even within that twenty percent, yeah. that is um, so. So twenty percent. So they've produced how many? If what is twenty? It would actually be let's say even half of twenty percent. Because even in the twenty twentieth, um, in the last twenty years, they have obviously had black and white graduates, and it's yeah. and the black graduates have gradually increased. Well, you, you gradually, might, slowly, whatever. Yeah, you, you might actually be shocked that they could. If if they had to release the stat, which I know they will never, they might say, "Well, we've produced five thousand black graduates in the last hundred years." <laughs> if it's twenty percent, it would be fifty. It would be fifty thousand. Um, 
black graduates if it's 20%. But yeah, but, yeah. It, it, but it wouldn't be 20%. Probably not, right? Probably yeah. not, yeah. So guys, let's it's just be honest. It's not. most probably like 20,000 black graduates and yeah. that's yeah. a serious issue. Like for sure. Do you know what's sure. sad though? Because I, I, I was at, sorry, sorry, was, yeah. I was at the campus and I saw the poster that had yeah. that 250,000. Yeah. And when you look at the people in the poster, it's like a black dude, a black dude, an Indian, and the white guy right at the back. I'm like, why are you lying though? Yeah. Because <laughs> that's not what, that's not what it is. That's not what it is. Why are you lying? I agree, man. I think um, it sort of springs up the the continuous debate about yeah. um, access, you know, access, yeah. access. Because 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 at, at the end of the day, if you think about it, because of the the of sort of apartheid history and the um, exclusion of black students in these type yeah. of institutions, um, will obviously create a white dominated alumni. Um, but I think you know these are the times where we start having to look at it and say, okay, you know, the the barriers to entry at university financially. Um, are becoming a little bit too much to deal with um, uh, in terms of transformation. So you know? what you're saying, fees hasn't fallen, which is a real thing. Yeah, right? for sure. And I mean, even yeah. registration fees, I mean, all these types of things that are uh, cr- sort of creating, financially excluding um, people from studying, uh, we, I don't see this figure slanting to any sort of equal balance or, or, or just balance. So we have a lot of work to do, bro. Yeah, we do. Yeah, bro. I mean, if you think about, let's say it was now 25,000 black graduates, um, the the population of Soweto alone, which is a township here in Gauteng, it's not even a mm. it's not even a province. It's very big. The population of Soweto alone, that township, is 1.2 million. Mm. 1.2 million black people mm. live there. Okay, cool. Let's say actually, um, in this there's about one thirteen thousand coloured people, and and mm. they say here 0.21 percent other. I wonder. <laughs> <laughs> Pakistanis, Pakistanis, Pakistanis <laughs> yeah, the Pakistanis. Yeah, <laughs> shout out, bro. But it's true. It's yeah, true. To look now, at that. That's yeah. yeah now, now imagine that. That you, you're literally saying we couldn't even educate a, a township of 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 black people. Yeah, that's how that's how insignificant twenty five thousand is. What do you think the alumni is for universities like the Mamalodi campus? Um, no, when when the University of Pretoria releases they're something, they're talking about that too. They're talking about all, all the campuses. everything, okay, all the great. campuses. Um, yeah. I wonder what the, um, the 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 number of black graduates is across. Um, Across South African universities, I wonder how. That's what an that, interesting stat. Yeah, I wonder what that number would look like. I wonder if we can find it. Maybe while we're talking, we can try Google something. But I, I completely, I completely agree that. Like, I mean, I think there's certain universities that have been a little bit slow in um, progressing. In ad- yeah, in addressing these issues, and I, I guess those are universities that are feeling a little bit more of the pinch um, when it comes to the protests. You I know? actually want to ask you, Vaughn. So now mm. that we're talking about this and we've highlighted the problem, what can we do as individuals to move forward with this? Because we, I think we all have a part to play in mm. eradicating this and moving forward. Mm. You know, I think the first step would be to develop a common mindset. Yeah. Right. So, you know, like as we sit here now in this in this station, uh, we we're doing our own things. We've got jobs. We're pushing. We're trying to. Keep, some people are trying to keep their jobs. Some tra- people are trying to uh, create their own. Yeah. Um, and 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 whatnot. So we're not sp- sp- specifically in the same situation as the students of today are yeah. right we don't necessarily feel the pinch um in our immediate lives as much as they do yeah so when it comes to sort of protest action um in a way like in a way i want to 
I kind of want to leave that protest action to the students to respect their fight. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm not in their situation. However, um, if you ask me, would I go and protest? I more than likely would. Yeah. But the moral clash that I have, uh, in it within myself, and it's probably a little bit stupid, is that I feel there are certain fights which need to be fought by the people who feel that pinch, right? Mm -hmm. However, they can be completely supported by the people that identify with the goal, yeah. right? And I'm one of those people that identify with the goal and understand the 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 meaning behind these protests, the meaning behind the actual physical protests yeah. that are going on, right? So I think from from to answer your question, it would be the first thing I would look at is trying to create that awareness around why these things are happening and what the reasons are behind them, mm. and and developing a common mindset. Because once we have a common mindset mindset amongst the youth, whether you're working, whether you're at university, whether you're still in matric, or even if you're in your 30s and you've been working for the last 10, 12 years, if you can still develop the same goal and the same mindset, yeah. I, think the, I think the solutions find themselves. I think you find the solution yourself within your own immediate space mm. once you think in that manner. Yeah. So what I want to say is that um, I agree with you, right? I agree with you. But I think the most important thing is we need to shift from, from trying to fight something for ourselves, but rather fighting for other people. So when you yeah. say that... Um, <clears throat> so when you say that... Uh, it's not necessarily our fight because we're not students anymore. I think I have to disagree a bit because what about that sibling of yours that's going to come up into varsity or is in varsity right now? Or even like, even though it's far, what about your children, bro? If we're not fighting for our children, even though they don't exist right now, then I mean, we're accepting what's happening. So I'm the type of person that it might not directly impact me, but I need to fight this because there are people in my life that I really care about that I'm, that might not be around now, but that might not be in varsity right now or might even be in varsity that need my support. So when it comes to protesting, I think I'll definitely be there, yeah, not yeah. for myself, not for myself, but rather to stand in in unity, in unity with yeah. everybody else. Yeah. And the more people that stand in unity, the more power that we have. Absolutely, absolutely. Look, I, I do I do um I do agree with that. Yeah. I do agree with that. That's why I said would I would I go and protest would I march? Yeah. Most definitely, yeah, most definitely. But I mean sometimes the practicality of doing that in certain other individual and young people's lives. Yeah. Um it's not always possible. I mean, yeah. if, if you had to go strike right now, let's say we here in studio yeah, doing no, this, you know, you know what I mean? So, and a lot of young people tend to sort of get down because they feel like they're not a part of it. Right. Yeah. Or they feel, you know, that type of thing. So I'm saying as long as the mindset and the idea, the ideology is supported, those people in their own specific situations will find ways to support the cause. Right? Yeah. And that's the most important thing. Yes. Find your part to play and then push it because things like fees must fall. They really like, trended because of social media it was really influential throughout the country because of social media so some people play their part on social media yeah even if they even though they couldn't be there and i think that's the most important thing we talk about taking charge if you can't be there physically you have a part to play you have a voice and you need to utilize your voice and share your opinion and help us build these solutions you know yeah. I, i'm tired of people that are sitting there complaining about this and yeah, that yeah, yeah. and frustrated without being solutions oriented i think that's mm. the biggest thing with us as in, unplugged and in charge we see the problems we understand the problems and now instead of just talking about the problems consistently it's time to build those solutions so bringing people together building those solutions talking about the solutions on a platform and the platform is what we are designing now is the most important thing because if we don't talk about these issues and yeah. if we don't build solutions around these issues yeah. then we're just going to be part of the problem why so, don't you be part of the solution you know exactly so like i don't know maybe you can weigh in on this one bro um 
I think everyone in their different roles within this in the society has different responsibilities when it comes to creating a sort of equal and just society, right? Um, and perhaps there's a lot of responsibility that does lay on the private sector yeah. and the corporates of, of South Africa, right? Um, because I'm, I'm just like running through my mind now and, and thinking about sort of the protests and, and how things have gone, right? And a lot of the time what I'm, what I'm sort of leaning towards is like we've been marching, we've been protesting, we've yeah. been fighting, and yes, we got results from it, right? But yeah, we, 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 got, we got, we got results, yeah. right? We got results. Immediate sort of uh, gratification, but have we created a system that mm. is lasting and and, and, and sort of unshakable? So not a sustainable yet. solution. A sustainable right? solution, but I, I would say I would say not yet, yeah. right? But then I do think that perhaps there are different fights that different people can do for the same cause, yeah. right? Yeah. So you got the protesters; that's the visible noise that we need, right? The visible unrest, which is great to have because it it causes motion, yeah. right? Yeah. But then we got to get those guys. Who are in the boardrooms, who are in front of the big capitalists and yeah. the big corporates and saying, look guys, this is something that I believe in and this is something that I think we need to start addressing and, and finding a way and finding a way to, um, finding a way to fight the same fight in a different way. So going to the corporates and, and telling them what responsibility can we take here? Are there ways we can bring down access fees? Are there yeah. ways we can contribute to, to foster transformation within universities? So because, you know, one method might not be enough to create a sustainable solution. Can I just jump in? So, um, yeah. So essentially, and, and I wanted to allude to this, but I'm, I'm glad that you picked up on it, Vaughn, is that um, you almost need to do what you can where you are with what you have. Yeah. So someone like Lesekho, um obviously won't be um, at UP protesting with the guys. But a guy like Lesekho, um needs to understand that. So every time I come, so every time I come up with, I, I interact with young people and you tell them about corporate and how it is, et cetera, et cetera. Um, they always have that um, look of despair because it's definitely probably one of the toughest places to gain access to. Yeah. Access has always been a problem for African people. Whether it's access to education, whether it's access to work, the access part is the biggest um, issue. Yeah. But the thing is, though, is that when these guys look at us, um, they really do. It's a pretty much a blueprint. Yeah. So somebody looks at Lesakho and they're like, "I want to go work at a bank." You know, they should be able to very easily be accessible to Lesakho, right? Yeah. yeah. And actually tell them what 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 are the what are the the ones and twos in terms of doing this type of thing. Lesakho should be able to. To, to depart the type of knowledge. But awkwardly enough though, last night was we had our press release for the Standard Bank Youth Activation, um, uh, work. And you guys know that I was working on that last year. Yeah. So I was working on last year and they, and they launched it this year. And what I'm very happy about is that for the first time, you know, corporates are really trying, are really understanding the full impact of what I'd call millennials. Yeah. Cause it was actually a debate that I had at work last year. I said, you guys are really preparing for millennials in the next five years, but the truth is we're already here. Yeah. And we're really starting to shake the place up. So it's, it's really, there's a huge responsibility on corporate South Africa to really start putting pressure, whether it's on universities, whether it's on their own, um, whether it's on their own HRTs and Cs about who they allow access to, to work at the companies, yeah. uh, which type of universities they fund. I know a lot of corporates have actually pulled out funding. From some universities mm. because of their lack of transformation. Mm. And I think it's our responsibility to just put the, what I say is drop the hammer. 
yeah. on these guys because if a university will carry on doing what they're doing as long as they're getting paid. Yeah, because evil prevails when good men decide to do nothing. Exactly. And, and I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> the bottom of the line is I know universities are there to educate children, all right, etc. But that is just a secondary mandate that they have. Their first mandate is to make money. Straight up. And if, and if the quickest way to have change is when you start affecting that supply of funds to the university. If you go to the big corporates and you say, listen here, stop all the funding. Otherwise, we will not support your company or whatever. Universities will change their tone overnight. So I think the powerful thing that we're talking about is basically taking ownership and fighting this fight in your arena. Because there are various arenas we need to address this issue. It's not just at universities, not just at corporates. There are various other platforms that we need to hit and make sure that uh, this stuff is spoken about. This is our arena. Radio is our arena. And we're talking about it because it's a serious issue. So fight your fight in your arena and address this issue. And to bring it closer to home, um, whether fees are falling, whether... Whether universities wake up tomorrow and they say, listen, yeah, no black kids in any university. Whether, uh, companies wake up and they're like, listen, yeah, we're not employing any, employing anyone for the next five years. Yeah. Yeah. The truth is your life is yours. Yeah. Right. And you can't blame, um, to a very large extent, you can't blame macro environment for what's happening in your own life. The sad truth is you got to suck it up. Right. So you got to suck it up and you got to get up and you got to go be innovative and try to find any sort of time, any sort of type of means to make your own situation. So work. basically take charge of your life. hundred percent. Yeah. That's all it is. Now, um, I did try and get a bit of stats and I think Lele also tried to help me out with this. And uh, we got some stats now about, uh, you know, uh, education in South Africa and, and where it comes from and where it is right now. So uh, in 1991, something pretty interesting, according to data from the SAIRR's latest South African survey, um, they published this um, in 2008, I have here. Um, in 1991, 8,514 8, black Africans, excluding um, coloreds and white people, I mean, coloreds and Indians, uh, were awarded degrees. This is in 1991. Only eight thousand five hundred and fourteen. So, so out of millions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stupid. Shocking. The ultra minority in. in uh, shocking. Shocking. Yeah, no, it's deep. Um. Shocking. I wonder what those figures today. Do you have it? Um, I I do have a bit of growth. Some good news, but I mean, th- this means you can actually give a lot of credit to people. Who are very old right now, and they they have you know the, certain the Madibas, qualifications. The of the world you know too, what I mean. Yeah. Um, some of them are unsung heroes, of course, but yeah. they owners of certain companies and so on. Um, but uh, interesting enough, in two thousand and eight, the figure had rocketed to thirty six thousand nine hundred and seventy, which is still peanuts. Which is still kind of peanuts, really. In- this is in two thousand and eight. Yeah, no sure. Not so- <laughs> What's the population size for like fifty million? Yeah, right? yeah, and then like eight, million. and then eighty percent of that is black, yeah. and then only thirty thousand like come but then, on. Yeah. But then obviously there's obviously an of age. Um, yeah, c- yeah, but um, over yeah. over over fifty percent of the African population is younger than the age of twenty three. Yeah. Yeah. So already so, we can almost so you're looking yeah. at yeah you're looking at a couple million but that's that's terribly it's still small. ridiculous it's terribly small. guys it's it's ridiculous just, it's like point something percent crazy it's millions stupid <laughs> yeah stupid. so I mean um so well what they when they were trying to write this they were trying to be a bit positive I guess <laughs> <laughs> they were so say, seventeen basically yeah. seventeen years later we added an additional thirty thousand graduates about yeah seven, yeah yeah seventeen How actually many, actually uh, around twenty eight thousand around twenty eight thousand per year yeah yeah. Ew. Nah, guys. That's, uh, nah, guys. That's not. That's not good enough, man. We got work versus the millions. But you know what? You know what? Um, another thing that you need, we need to think about, like we got to get that number up to a 
to a proper figure and yeah. a, and one that represents accurately the the actual demographics of, of the South country. Africa. Yeah, because right. all right. So currently, um, so in 2008, not currently, but in 2008, here's some of the top universities that were you know contributing uh, these black that 36,000 black graduates. Uh, here's where it come came from. It's going to be interesting. So UNISA was uh, contributing 12.8 percent of this. What? Over oh, 50 percent. Um, sorry. Just about fifty percent. No, twelve point eight percent of the thirty six thousand. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry, I thought you said thousand. Okay, cool. Yeah, they were um, contributing twelve point eight percent. University of Pretoria, eleven point six percent. Okay. Northwest University. That's interesting. Northwest University, seven point nine percent. University University of KwaZulu Natal, seven point eight percent. I still haven't heard words. So UJ. Uh, University of Cape Town, five point nine percent. Uh, University of Johannesburg, 7.6%. It's interesting that they put Cape Town like between so that yeah. you can't notice how it is so Small. low. Yeah. yeah, it's the lowest, but they, they went and put it in the middle so that you don't. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. The and then Stellenbosch, me, eh? Stellenbosch is 6.4%, and Wits is 5.8%. There are more black graduates from UP, UP than Wits. Yeah. yeah. And UJ. Yeah. And UJ Exactly Almost combined That's what I was saying Like I still haven't heard Vits or UJ And like Tux is like 11.11% uh, Where'd you get those stats? Okay <laughs> <laughs> you know, look What that you need crazy. to realize That yeah. was 2008 It's 2016 now This eight, is true. Eight years later What has happened? What that has is happened? Crazy. No that no is it's crazy. not okay, yeah, It is right? eight years later yeah, That's quite Oh this article by the way Was uh, released in 2011 The article of Obviously not the date The no, data the, 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 yeah. yeah the stats themselves Was from 2008 mm-hmm. And the article was released In 2011 You know what's crazy Whenever whenever somebody says a side note though Whenever somebody yeah. says to me uh, 10 years ago I immediately think of the 90s yeah, Me too <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like Shucks. I go like Oh yeah Oh damn That's like 30 years ago <laughs> Shucks yeah. It's crazy ten, right 10 years ago was like 2006, 2006. Shucks Yeah, yeah. It's crazy right That's a long time Yo. Yeah it's, it's insane So It, it actually, sounds like yesterday though Like it feels like You know, if, you know so, what I mean? if you say um, Who won the the Rugby World Cup ten years ago. It sounds like ah, you're talking about long. Yeah, things. you're talking about South Africa back then. <laughs> you know, meanwhile yeah. it's now now. Yeah, bro, it's it crazy, right? Been around, yeah. But yeah, so the the so sort of what I was what I was getting to there just before we had to drop those hectic stats was that you know the first thing is to get that number to a a, a, a proper representative a representation of what our demographics actually yeah. are, mm-hmm. right? Number two, it's then creating a environment. That is, um, that creates enough jobs for these graduates because I don't think there's something as frustrating as being a qualified individual graduating wow. without having access to furthering that part of your life, like without having access to a career, without having an, an economy, without having an environment that supports job creation that actually gives you opportunity. I think, you know, th- these need to work hand in hand. And this is exactly where I was sort of going with the mm. different responsibilities. So for me, it's always up to government to create an environment that allows uh, for growth in, in, in the economy. You know, a political environment, uh, an economic environment, it's up to them to create that, um, the, at least put the structures in place that support yeah. that. And then it's up to obviously us to pursue the correct uh, ventures and whatnot. Can I, can I just drop yeah. some, some more info here? So, um, essentially in South Africa, the only way we're going to move forward in South Africa is by getting more entrepreneurs, right? And there's enough space for more entrepreneurs. So a little stat that we did, um, at the bank, so fascinating. So a Fortune 500 company 15 years ago 
a Fortune. So this is the four, the 500 biggest companies, right? Yeah. Yep. A Fortune 500 company on average, uh, 15 years ago, the lifespan of the company was 75 years. Today, it's five. Sure. What? Today, the average lifespan of a Fortune 500 company is five years across the world. I see Across, her. yes. It's because of all these exponential organizations. Yes, yes. Ooh, because right. the dude is so Innovation. big. Yeah, yeah, the guys are so big, they can't innovate in time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So everybody's like, what happened to Nokia? Yeah. That's exactly what Nokia got too big and they couldn't innovate at the pace of iPhone. Kodak. Uh, yeah. Kodak, another perfect example. Yeah, they were foolish. So, so essentially, um, it's not even, so it's scary now because the power, if you think about it, has, has really gone down and it's spread even further because yeah. If Vaughn decides to create an app tomorrow, Vaughn could demolish the, the top five apps that are on sure. download right now. Vaughn could just like Sounds like something Vaughn could do. Sounds like something Vaughn will do. Shout out. So to all the young people that are listening, you need to understand that it's not so much about that big company there. No, it's about you mm. pretty much putting those guys out of business. It's a powerful step. So we've got a yeah. message on uh, message to screen. Wizzy, you want to read it, bro? Yeah, yeah. So Kodua says, uh, all those guys in the studio sound so positive. You'd swear they got HIV. Highly influential views. Bars. Yeah. Bars. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I'm, yeah. I'm glad that ended well because I was about to say, what? <laughs> <laughs> Oh hey. goodness! Yeah, well we do. <laughs> HIV, highly influential views. <laughs> Shout out! Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, well, I mean, it's 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 all fair and good. I mean, it's it's pretty interesting what you're saying now about you know about innovating and and how the big companies and and when you mentioned Nokia, I was like, hey man, yeah, man, what what happened to Nokia? <laughs> Motorola V360, guys, you remember the V360? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, guys, what happened to Motorola? Even more recently, what happened to BlackBerry? Because everybody seems to have a BlackBerry. So all these companies are seeing flames right now. I can tell you there's actually a new cell phone provider, African, uh, South African cell phone provider. Dude, the South African is making cell phones. And I know he's making some big deals with some big people. So already I'm like, "Mm, Samsung iPhone might get a little shaky, but yeah. Something interesting. Mm. I've got a couple of friends actually who've got their chemical engineering degrees and have no jobs. They literally just ridiculous, sitting at home. But this is the times you live in. No jobs. And this one guy, I had a chat with him. He tells me he makes whiskey at home. Like he makes whiskey for friends to taste, and you know people are out here drinking. He says it tastes just like a twelve-year-old. Meanwhile, it's a it's no, it's a few months, like maybe three-month-year-old. <laughs> and 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 he's been as a newborn fermenting. You know, because because we got taught this stuff in uh you know in third year already yeah, how yeah. to how to make whiskey or yeah. how to make brandy and that type of stuff and some of the guys are just taking those skills for granted and you're thinking yeah well what am i going to do with this start anyway? a brand and you could literally start a brand man Straight and up. sometimes that's the thing your solution is right under your nose you already have some of the things that that could you know could ma- mean the key to unlocking your whole you know your whole future your whole destiny yeah. you know you could literally shape the country and right now the country is looking for that we're looking for more industries um uh, getting created by us the people of yeah. the country you know that's hella dope yeah. so mm. my last two cents for today's show is basically you need to stop trying to expect the solutions to come out of somebody you know all the solutions to the problems we face in our country they're in you 
So it's, it's in essence, it really is time to take charge of your life and really build those solutions because those solutions are in you. You are the solution to our country's needs, and it's time to take ownership and leave your mark. That's my two cents. I'm out, guys. Vaughn, what's your two cents? Ah, uh, uh, you know what, bro? I'm trying to get this nine to five money in a rush. Yeah. <laughs> they got a big budget. Let me see you back it up. Yeah. With that smooth talk. Yeah, yeah. yeah? <laughs> With that smooth talk. <laughs> I engrave my I engrave my name in history with permanent marker. No cheap chalk. Always a cheap talk. <laughs> I walk the walk. Some serious, <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. Lesejo, <laughs> what's your two cents for the day? My two cents. I'm about to sign Vaughn and make money, man. Ten percent commission. We're done. Sign. Let's get out, bro. This has been unplugged and in charge. I'm just saying, you know what? Take charge of your life today. We are in day four of your first hundred days of you actually taking charge of your life. Make something happen. Start with what you got is right under your nose and make it happen. Vaughn, last word. It's true. Just remember, guys like Steve Jobs were also just one streamers. Yeah. Bars. It's been a Bars. Session. That's the one. Thank you very much for joining us. It's been absolutely fantastic. And this is exactly how we're leaving you today. Cliff Central. The revolution. I've got something important to tell you. Cliffcentral.com.